You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a hump day edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to get in with us this morning. The X accounts at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for our show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. I want you to download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors, no matter what your project is this season. Pier, deck, fence, pergola, uh, to build that five star backyard. Be sure to be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks. So it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice. If you're going to build, build it right. Head down to your local dealer and always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Uh, chilly out there this morning. The roads are absolutely fine or where the ones I were on uh, was. So shouldn't be any problem with that. Uh, but it is a little bit chilly out there this morning. I think you know, all the schools in the city are on a two-hour delay. I actually am not sure what the county is doing this morning. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay, Barry. Uh, SEC basketball last night, uh, three out of the four home teams won. Alabama Sears got hurt a little bit, uh, didn't play quite uh, as long or as well. Alabama was 20 for 21 from the free throw line, which was big. And Estrada and Griffith and uh, Nelson played a little bit better, I thought, and uh, I think he had 13, 14 points, something. But Griffith and Estrada uh, had 21 apiece. Alabama goes uh, undefeated. In the SEC, a uh, little bit of controversy in the game. Uh, Nate pushed one of the guys in a little controversy there. And I think that, uh, from what I can gather, uh, South Carolina folks were upset about it. Player, coaches were, as they shook hands at the end of the game. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Alabama won that basketball game and continues to stay uh, undefeated. Uh, it was 93 to 75 actually uh, didn't play quite as good defense I didn't think as they have been playing uh, but uh, c- continued to stay unbeaten in, in the game Dalton uh, Dalton Connect uh, who was a young man they got from I think Colorado at Tennessee uh, got 39 last night well, I don't like to get on here and just talk about who scored points but that's the best way to tell you and Tennessee ran over Florida uh, Tennessee is a uh, very, very good at home. Uh, good on the road, but not very, very good on the road. But anyway, they beat a Florida team who's, I thought, had been playing a little bit better. And, uh, so a good win, a good win for them to, but connect kid is, uh, the first time in the history, I think, is they scored as many points three games in a row. was 13 for 23. And, uh, they, uh, really and truly, uh, he's, uh, really a very terrific player. So you'll get to see him. Because Alabama will play Saturday uh, at uh, at Tennessee. Uh, George-
Georgia comes into South Carolina and beats the South Carolina team at home. South Carolina had beaten Missouri over there, seventy-four sixty-nine, and um, we, we've got we've gotten where in basketball in a lot of these games. If you'll know just as I talk about it, we all we do is having a free throw shooting contest. Uh, each team last night shot thirty-two free throws. Uh, and I think in the uh, I was t- studying it this morning. Um, you know that adds up to to pile of them, and then I think in the, uh, the other games, uh, uh, I think in the Arkansas game they shot uh, a pile of them, forty one or something. Anyway, anyway, Georgia is playing a little bit better than normally they play. Goes in and wins a road game, and a big win for them. And so they're you know they're they're playing uh, much better than they have been playing. South Carolina uh, is is a little bit of a struggle. They, they're six for twenty six, and uh, so anyway, that that's what happened there. And then your in your final game, uh, I fell asleep seventy eight seventy seven thirty uh, three free throws attempted by by A and M, and forty free throws attempted by Arkansas for a total of seventy. Three free throws to me. Uh, Toronto, the Mark kid who I watched play against Auburn, I thought was pretty good. Coaches have been down on him. Uh, played uh, and had thirty-five points for Arkansas in a one-point victory at home. Arkansas is okay. Um, they're not going to win any national championships. Um, and um, you know, A and M now has three losses. So both of those teams had three losses when they got beat. When he got beat. So they're they're going to be uh, having a tough time. Well, they'll be okay, but they're having a tough time as far as winning the championship. If you look at that, if you look at that uh, uh, throughout uh, Clemson, I think I think uh, Clemson um, end up getting beat last night. Uh, yeah, they did. Beat Alabama, they got beat, and they got beat. And um, By Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech, yeah, did. Georgia Tech's done a good job with their team. Uh, tomorrow we're going to have Bucky on. Bucky is that team's uh, absolutely terrific. They won last night, uh, 75 71, uh, um, like 16 and 2 or something, and we'll have him on tomorrow. Anyway, tomorrow's tomorrow. Today we're going to have Jack Jack on and uh, talk a little bit, continue to talk a lot about football because I know that's what carries the bus. Uh, the uh, uh, head coach at uh, Buffalo, who uh, they say is very, very good. Is coming in as defensive uh, assistant coach. Uh, he's going to coach the backs. Going to be, be the backfield coach. He's been in a lot of different places. A lot of people think he's very good. I've heard his name several times. And so he's somebody that's coming in to complete up front defense for Alabama. Uh, uh, Boric, don't pronounce it correctly. It's Barry, get it for me. A and M. Uh, Ross is going to Ohio State to, to, to state as uh, as uh, sounds like as the AD and Tua who wanted to have another year of eligibility. Not, not Tua, Tulia. Tulia, sorry, Tulia who wanted to have another year of of eligibility was denied that opportunity to do so. And uh, uh, Kendrick Blackshire, uh, who was formerly at Alabama, is uh, moving on to Texas. Let me tell you what happens here, folks, that uh, you, you need to understand. They have a lot of respect for Coach. And when the, he was there, they didn't go after the guys quite as hard because he was there. 
now that he's gone and they're familiar with the team because they've either been here or they know about the team and coach is gone, they don't, they don't, they, they're going to do what they need to do. And that's the difference in the transfers going to Texas or going wherever they go. Uh, they, the, the, the transfers for the guys who coach for, for coach, they slow down some, but when coach leaves and then go after it. So there's a lot of things to be said. Derek said what he wishes. Yeah, to Leah, uh, he took two snaps in the Mississippi State game when his brother got hurt, and that cost him the whole year, two snaps. <laughs> so they appealed it. Coach Saban wrote a letter. Uh, but uh, over two snaps, he will have to, I guess, move on and go uh, to the NFL. CAA rules committee are a joke. Yeah. Uh, high school basketball right now is very difficult. Uh you know, when these schools get canceled, uh, the games get canceled and trying to move them. I've lost, uh, two games this week and the two teams I lost have no intentions of, re- of, uh, making up the game. So we lost, uh, Huey Trustful on Monday. They wouldn't even have enough to call me back. And then Huey Town, we were supposed to play yesterday. I was trying to play them tonight. Well, they're out of school again tonight, today, so they cannot play. So it just, you got to get all these area games in, so um, it's a mess right now uh, with all this school uh, being canceled. So um, anyway, uh, our next game will be actually be Friday uh, at Central, but we won't get a chance to make any of those games up, which is kind of frustrating uh, for the guys there. Uh, all right, let's get back to um, – it's gotten a lot of news, actually. Coach Oates – uh, kind of, there was a little scuffle there at the, and there was a timeout. The guy was there. There's two officials in the huddle. And so he did put his hands on the guy. Coach, uh, Gates from, um, Missouri was not happy about it. You could tell by the handshake. Now coach did apologize to him. Uh, and let's hear what, uh, coach Oates had to say about it. He did apologize, but, uh, what coach Gates also said after the game, uh, was kind of interesting as well. Here was Nate Oates about the incident last night. Uh, under eight media timeout, scuffle that happened next to our bench. So, so I've known Coach Gates for a long time. I was a high school coach. He was one of the best recruiters in the country. I have all the respect in the world for the job he's done as an assistant head coach before he got to Missouri as head coach here. He had one of the best first years in the SEC since I've been here in a long time. So it is no disrespect to the owners program. I apologize to both Coach Gates and Aiden Shaw. Aiden seems like a great kid in an unfortunate situation, but I apologize to both of them. So uh, I wanted to address that before we get going. Second thing. Now that that situation could have gotten ugly. Uh, a lot of times you put up your hands on a player if, if he swats back uh, and he the kid handled it. Well, uh, that could have turned into, I don't, I don't think well, people understand, that could have turned into something ugly. Uh, we though. were fortunate, uh, we were fortunate that, uh, the officials were right there by it. Sometimes stuff like that, you know, they kind of got in a mingle there and the officials kind of, uh, were there and tried to correct it. But, uh, uh, yeah, you, you get yourself with a coach involved with touching somebody, um, it would be, it could be, it wasn't. Thank goodness, a situation where he could be in trouble with that. So, anyway. yeah, Coach uh, Gates said Nate apologized after the game, but I just posed the question: 
if that was a player, if that were players in the huddle with a hand on an opponent, what would take place? It would be an automatic technical foul, right? I, I thought the two referees in the huddle, it was, I thought there was two referees in the huddle. It wasn't a technical foul, so he was frustrated that they did not at least call a technical foul there in that situation. I have the audio of Dennis Gates as well. If you want yeah, to let's that. hear what Dennis Gates had to say. Double tech. On a double tech? Yeah. Um, I guess the referees saw a double tech. They, they didn't explain anything to me. And then the shove with uh, NATO, did, did you get any explanation on that either? Well, Nate, Nate apologized after the game. Uh, I've known Nate since he was a high school coach in, in Detroit. Uh, but I just posed the question, if that was players in a huddle with a hand on an opponent, what would take place? It would be an automatic technical foul, right? I thought I saw two referees in the huddle. It wasn't a technical foul. But that's the question I would pose. If it was players making hand contact, what would take place? Um, I think he does. I think he does the best job of, of, or as good a job as anybody in the league in keeping his composure. He doesn't say much, which I'm not. That's somebody, you know, you know your own personality and coach your own personality. But he's uh, he doesn't get uh, out of sorts when uh, one of his players, you know, makes mistakes. Um, this substitutes assistant coach there uh, is is uh, or worked. Uh, Coached against him at Little Rock, and uh, I think I think I think he does a good job of coaching his team. I, I think he's probably correct in saying that tactical foul had that been had that been at South Carolina, you know, somewhere else, it would not been at home. It probably been a tactical foul. Yeah, we'll see if he uh, lets it go or does he press on with the conference office. Uh, though you know, he had a kid uh, hit a shot right there at the end of the first half off a of steal. Evidently, his kid mouthed at the Alabama bench. He brought that kid over there, <laughs> and he got in his face. Basically, said, we're not going to – he dropped three F-bombs in that kid's face, uh, I guess, saying we're not going to talk to to the other team. So, I, you know, I gained a lot of respect for Coach Gates there that he – you know, hey, things happen in the heat of the battle. Uh, I'm sure Nate uh, is uh, – Sorry that he did put his hands on him. If he had to do over again, he would not. Uh, just that could have turned into an ugly situation. Fortunately, uh, cooler has prevailed and it, it didn't. But I can understand Coach wanting a technical foul there. I think he's pretty frustrated. All right, uh, Royal Cleaners, they want to make your life easy. You can take your cleaning with you to work. Or they'll come right to your home, pick it all up, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off, University of Illinois Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851. Rice Mine Road. Uh, give them a call today for all your cleaning needs. 205-391-0034. We'll put the phone lines 205-342-9904. You're just a Tide 100.9. Let's see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. It is a frigid 11 degrees across the Tuscaloosa area this morning. 
But that has not led to any ice. Certainly it's cold enough to do so, but we haven't had any new precipitation to speak of. So as a result, the reports of roadway ice not nearly as widespread as what we had yesterday. We do have an early morning accident that's popped up at McFarland and Rice Mine Road. However, there's no major backup to the area. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. This is Mary Kay from the Town Square Media Newsroom. And be careful this morning. There could be some questionable driving conditions, even though some of Tuesday's freezing rain and snow melted. In the overnight and early hours, the remaining moisture could have frozen again. The threat of bitterly cold temperatures and dangerous wind chill values are still in the forecast. There's a hard freeze warning until 10 this morning. And to get the full list of West Alabama schools on delay or or being closed today, tap our free Tuscaloosa Thread app. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky today. We rise above the freezing mark this afternoon. The high today, 36. Clear tonight, not as cold as last night, the low 22. Tomorrow becoming mostly cloudy, a chance of some light rain by afternoon, the high 46. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 12 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama Crimson Tide lives right here. Tide 100.9. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want to go to yellowwood.com, put your zip code in, your dealer, the closest dealer to you will pop up. When you swing by there, tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. All right, get to the Yellowwood Hotline and get Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Morning. Good morning, Rob. It's cold outside. Man, don't go outside. Don't go outside. Oh my gosh, I had to go out a minute ago. But anyway, man, Rollin Rollin Griffin is really playing good right now. He he started coming around a few weeks ago, and he's just been continuing to play really well. And last night, just Kept it off. Yeah, he was uh, big for him last night. He had 21 uh, points, made some big shots. Wouldn't Sears didn't have his normal night. Uh, that ankle would worry me. Uh, going to Tennessee, uh, those ankles are nothing to play with. A lot of times the next day is when they're uh, really, really sore. I know he tried to get it out, uh, but we'll see how he is uh, this weekend because I definitely need uh, Mark Sears at in Knoxville. They will. He's such a physical player and all and all that. And you're right. That's that's going to be tough to get over. But at least they've got a they've got a few days to to get him some therapy. So hopefully he can bounce back. But uh, but y'all, what, what about this staff that Coach DeBoer's putting together? That's I'm I'm very pleased with that staff. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I think it's pretty doggone strong. Yep. Well, I think it goes down to who they can recruit. Um, if they have the ability to get players as the future goes along. Alabama's got plenty of money to get players. Um, but, um, you know, we uh, the team that you go against has got money as well. So um, 
Alabama's very good shape there. Uh, so I guess the guy's a good recruiter, or he wouldn't have hired him. I don't know a whole lot about him. They, uh, it just so happened that uh, a little bit uh, in the beginning of the game, that one of the assistant coaches sort of started, tried to take over the huddle, and uh, that that didn't go quite as well as it needed to go. And uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I don't, I really don't know him that well, but I'm sure they're good if he got them. Yeah, you know, um, you have to. You know, he'll have some people on the staff he doesn't know, Freddie Roach, Gillespie, but you also got to have people that know you. He and obviously Womack worked together. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought he meant basketball. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, they worked together um, at uh, Indiana. And you could kind of, he, he was interviewed by the Birmingham paper, and he said the coach DeBoer called him and said, All right, you ready to go? <laughs> and he said he didn't even have to think twice about whether he would take this job or not. I'm pretty, pretty much going to probably double his pay or even more. Uh, but they're friends, uh, and, and they were uh, – he was the defensive coordinator. DeBoer was the offensive coordinator. I guess I'll ask you, Dad, with Philip on the line, how important is that to have some guy that, that you trust, that you know he's got your back, uh, he understands you, uh, probably better than some of the other guys. Well, he can help you help those other guys about you know what you like, what you don't like. Uh, Philip, I apologize. I thought you were talking about basketball. I apologize. No, that's okay, uh, coach. I'm kind of kind of quick. Uh, football, football situation. You need to, and he does. You're not going to hire him by unless you know or if we worked with him before. The other thing, Philip, it's always very, very big when you use the word a co. Co means that you and I are going to work together to, to line up the defense for the opposing team, and those mm-hmm. two guys who are co have got to work together. I can't decide what we need to do defensively, and you decide something else. Uh, we go at it together, and I think that that that's what they've done. And I think uh, I think coach has done a good job of, of getting the people he wants to get. Right. Uh, did y'all see the statistics? Uh, did it, it did it make an impression on you as much as it did me? And I'm repeating myself from Martin's show this morning. But Washington's leading receiver last year had over sixteen hundred yards. They threw it a lot. No, I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, I think I think the thing that scares me about Alabama. Uh, and you can correct me because you keep up with it better than I do, uh, is the wideout situation. Um, I don't know if the wideout situation, they're losing a lot of uh, young guys that they think they thought they were going to get. Uh, to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the wideout situation is a little bit scary. Well, they've got three, four, five, six, seven. They've got nine wideouts right now okay. on the roster. And... I think this Ryan, this uh, Ryan Williams. Uh, I, I mean, man, I mean that he, he has an opportunity if he wants to sign with Alabama to catch a bunch of doggone passes. Yeah. What is the latest on him, uh, Phil? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. He, I, where you know, some people speculated that he was on campus this past weekend, and I believe he might have been based on some stuff I saw on the internet, but. Uh, from what, from what I heard, uh, he was here on Monday. He actually got snowed mm-hmm. in, so he stayed a night mm-hmm. here in Tuscaloosa. Um, mm-hmm. He was a part of that team meeting with Kalen DeBoer. I believe it was either Sunday or Monday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was in town for that? Hmm. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, man, let me correct something I said yesterday. Uh, my friend Brody Smoot, who does some uh, a 
lot of writing online. He's a student at Alabama, and he does some streamer work. I've seen his stuff on USA Today, but uh, Brody corrected me yesterday. I, I counted about 70 guys on the roster, but Brody sent me information. Alabama has 81 scholarship guys on the roster right now, so the spots that need to be filled are not just unbelievable, you know, numbers that people are thinking. Yeah, I remember um, saying, you know, uh, before Coach – Saban retired. They were going to get rid of some guys. They were they were going mm-hmm. to be, they were going to be over, uh, which you never end up over. Somehow those things always work themselves out. But uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, I did wasn't one hundred percent sure when you said that, but I didn't yeah. know enough to debate you on it. So uh, that's okay. I mean, I left out a, uh, you know obviously left out a few guys, but right now Alabama's got nine receivers on scholarship, and and uh, Brody provided me the information. We got six tight ends on scholarship. And um, so they've got a bunch, bunch there. But Ryan Williams, man, I'm, I'm sure they're going to throw that 1600 yard number in his face hard. You know, one of the things Ryan Williams did, he could have signed early in December. Uh, waiting probably will benefit him, I would say, uh, financially uh, <laughs> for sure, because there's a lot okay. of people coming after his services now, especially when you get down to there's not as many guys there. People got it and he's supposedly elite, the elite of the elite. So um we'll see what happens uh there. But uh you know, he's been committed to Alabama for a long time, but he did decommit pretty fast there, so we'll see if they can hold on to him. Is, is, do you think Auburn's in the mix down there, uh Philip, before him? Shoot ya. Shoot ya. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. God yeah. <laughs> with, well, pa- with Peyton yeah. Thorne? Oh, they'll be in the mix now. I mean, they're going to be in the mix. Yeah, no doubt. All right, thank you, Bill. Hey, y'all be good. All right, I'll get to break here. We'll get uh, Coach Jack Crow in. Two-minute truck there at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Whether it's local, out of town, out of state, let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. Give them a call today, 205-247-50502. Men in a truck, movers, who care? Townsend Nissan. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion. Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me. You don't want to. I'll get right up to the Yellowwood Hotline. We've uh, enjoyed having him on throughout uh, college football season. Gives us great uh, insight. Coach Jack Crow. Good morning, Coach. How are you? You staying warm? Hey, Jack. Morning, staying Mary. Warm? You staying warm? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's hard to do. Yeah. Hey, when you got to walk the dog, you got to face reality. Yeah. You know, you just, <laughs> morning. you just don't want that dog to do more sniffing than uh, business. Right. Yeah. You got that right. Yeah, Jack, you take over a you take over a new job, uh, one that's got as much uh interest as the job at Alabama, you have a lot to do quickly. Um no use arguing about what you know, who you hire, who you don't hire, they've already hired somebody. He's got uh he's got his hands full with the schedule the way it is. Uh, talk a little bit about that as, as Pat went in and took a new job at, there. Talk a little bit about getting a new job like that. Well, uh, I've, I've taken three three new jobs as a football coach. One of them in the SEC. Uh, I, I really relate 
you know, to this, you know, this kind of thing, uh, studied it actually, you know, by the time you do it three times and really had the first one started first when I was 27, that was taking a job on the one kind of in world. And I took the other one when I was 40, the Arkansas job when I was 41 and in between, I mean, uh, and then I took the last one when I was, uh, 50 something, uh, two, I think. And so, uh, I mean, how you take a job is everything. I'll say this about it, about what I've heard from Kalen, from Coach DeBoer. Uh, he's, he's no rookie. You know, this is, this is his third one too. And, you know, it's been a move up the ladder, so to speak. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know that you ever saw this wimp because I don't know how much Coach Bryant really, um, said this in his own world, but I walked into Morris Hackney's office, who was a head of Citation Corporation in Birmingham. Uh, uh, Morris, uh, was on, was on Forbes magazine, highly successful businessman, and he wanted to talk to me about joining his, uh, his corporation at one time. And so I'm sitting there looking at what's on the wall and it's, it's a, a sort of a credo looking, uh, point by point and it's signed by Bear Bryant. <laughs> and, and, uh, it gives us five principles for, and the Citation Corporation basically bought business and retooled them and then sold them. The first, the first of his five points was destroy the old culture, which is what Coach Bryant did and what a lot of coaches used to do. But when you, this when you, wrong, huh? no, this, this ain't how you, you know, this ain't like going into Alabama when Coach Bryant did or no. going into Kentucky or and the second the thing is hire the best. <laughs> Yeah, that, that you don't destroy the old culture. Second thing, though, says hire the best people. Says hire the best people and uh, set up a, your own system of rewards and punishments. And uh, I won't go through the other two, but um, hiring the hiring the right people in a time where you don't destroy the old culture. If anything, you have to embrace it. You know, I took the Arkansas job. It was, it was the previous two years were back to back conference championships. Uh, one that I'd been a part of. And so, hey, you don't, you don't destroy that culture, but yeah, you're not really inheriting that culture. That's not your culture. Yeah. And where's the loyalty in that culture? And it's all about loyalty. You know, how much loyalty is he going to get out of people that were, how many is he going to keep around? And, and I'll say this about about Nick. I studied it when he went there. He destroyed the old culture, and and when you don't have to say nothing. He did. But <laughs> you start with the people that just cleaned the building. Yeah. Um, so I think he's, you know, I think he's smart enough to figure it out. But this late, this first hire, by the way, I have a just happened to have a history with with Cade. Uh, Womack um, through his dad and if I could tell Alabama people this is a very 
this is a second generation. He was actually wimp right out of college. He was with me. Kate was um, at Jacksonville State. Yeah, and so um, you know, I know him. I know his dad. If you want to put this in maybe a little bit larger circle, uh, Kate's dad is Dave Womack. It was in a parallel with Rick Mentor. If you want to see where that sort of fits, Jesse Mentor is the defensive coordinator at Michigan. And Dave and, and, and Rick, Dave Womack and, and Rick Mentor, were recommended to me by Lou Holtz to consider for the defensive coordinator job. So that's that's how we got connected. Along the line, sort of stayed connected. But I think Jesse Mentor... Uh, did the best assistant coaching job anybody in the country this year at Michigan, personally. And this guy's cut from the same cloth. I think, you know, to get to the point, his first hire, I think, is exceptional. They were together at Indiana. Um, but, you know, it's going to be tough. Where the loyalties lie everywhere, you know? Um, I don't think he'll come in there and be a Hitler. Coach Saban came here. Um, I think one of the first he, recruits he got was Julio Jones, and I think that kind of uh, validated Nick Saban here. It kind of helped him go. And when Dad got the Alabama basketball job, there were people probably weren't sure. He felt like he had to get Enos Watley. Whatever it took, yeah. he had to get Enos Watley. Well, I'm, uh, I'm reading the news, news accounts all this, Barry. Yeah. I'm following this post. <laughs> so now... <laughs> Coach DeBoer is here, and you got this hot shot receiver from Sarah Land uh, that's been committed to Alabama. Uh, he decommits uh, now. Now, we all know recruiting is a different world than it was back those days. You can pay these guys. Does does he – is this a must-get for him just to, to, to get them going down in the Mobile area, Sarah Land, to where he may have to just say, look – you know, it might affect my locker room, but I got to I got to do whatever we got to do to get this guy. I can't lose him uh, to Auburn. Uh, I can't lose him out of state. Uh, or if he does all that, could that affect him with the other players? How does he handle this deal right here with with, with Ryan Williams, Coach? He better be all in. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, he better be all in, and everybody he can get to get in there with him get in because. And my guess is he'll get it. My impression, and all I got is just watching him talk. My impression is this guy is going to kill it recruiting. And and there's there's an element that a lot of times doesn't doesn't translate over distance and culture. You know, uh, Harson, for example. Boy, he didn't translate. I could not see him in a living room in South Alabama. And mama just saying, I want you to coach my son. I just didn't, never saw it in him. 
Right. And the people that hired him, I don't know what the hell they thought they were looking at. But if you're not looking at somebody that mama won't jump in their arms, right? <laughs> you know, and, and I get the idea that, that he's got it. He's got that. I'd be real surprised if he didn't get him. I think if he's got any chance to get him, he will get him. Um, it's just, you know, how far down the road has that gone? I think if if young man has already committed to Alabama once, I'd be real surprised if he didn't come back because, you know, um, I mean, this guy's a great football coach. Is he a great football coach at Alabama? That's the issue. Yeah. Is he a cultural fit? Well, I mean, the and, fan base will explode if he gets him. If he loses him, are they going to, you know how these fan bases are now. Oh, my gosh, can he, will he be able to handle yeah. this recruiting? Well, they'll start screaming Harson pretty quick if he doesn't do something <laughs> on those yeah, Which is not uh, fair, but. Uh, no, yeah. no. But, but there, there is, you know, when you bring somebody who probably, I don't know if anybody asked him, have you ever been in the state of Alabama before? Uh, probably no. Have you ever been in Mississippi, Georgia, Tennessee, or Florida before? And if you said no to those, well, we do know, and, and Harson would have. But I hate to be bringing that up, but I think that's what some people, uh, I mean, this is the way we are in the South. I ain't no different than anybody else. I mean, we we think we're different. But isn't, that a, isn't, this a, isn't this a, I ask you and dad, isn't this a tough situation? I mean, how, how do you know how much you got to give this kid to get well, him? Uh, I mean, because you, you try, try oh, to Oh, listen, he, he's trying, whether, whether well, it, it may be his preacher or his uncle, but somebody's going to tell him the price. <laughs> but I, I think one thing, I think one thing is you have, you have to go in there uh, with the money also, that's a little bit different than in the past when you were doing it. I think you got to have the money. I'm not sure Alabama has has not spent as much money as you think. I think it's a a little bit a little bit different there, maybe than even because of of being able to get outbid. As Barry yeah. Uh, let me let me ask you this question All a little right. bit with this. Uh, they're losing Tommy Reese. Uh, they don't want Tommy Reese, who I thought was, I, I'm zoned and thought he was good. It's okay. Uh, with the new offensive coordinator coming in, uh, Miro liked Tommy a lot. Um, yeah. uh, we, are we going to have any defection there? Uh, I'm sure the new guy is very good because coach had tried to hire him before. I got all that. Uh, where do we stand there offensively? That's. I think that's going to be a, I think it's going to be stable for a little while, personally, because uh, because of the fact that Nick did build a culture, and Nick built a culture that wasn't about him; it was about Alabama. It was very consistent with what Coach Bryant would have built. You know that they were completely different personalities, but they understood what Alabama was what it meant to play at Alabama, that sold Alabama. There is more loyalty probably to that brand for players. I can't, I can't imagine, well, Georgia's probably got a little more, to be honest with you. And the only reason is because their offensive, defensive coordinator and the head coach all used to room together and played at Georgia in the same locker room. It's hard to beat that. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I, don't, I don't think there's any doubt that those – 
those kids won't be chasing the dollar. They're they're going to want to stay at Alabama, but they gotta they gotta be given a reason to stay at Alabama, and, and that's going to be coming out of uh, Kalen. And and I think every player, particularly if they have NFL aspirations, about eighty percent of them. Uh, they're going to have to look at their position coach and say, can, can this coach get me where I want to be in my life, my career? And that's going to take a little while for that to translate. I think they will trust and expect that, and so they'll give it some time. But I don't think they're going to give it a lot of time because whenever the next one to rolls open, uh, you know, that next one that comes after spring training, I think, um, you know, if they hadn't seen some evidence that that who's going to coach them is going to make them a better player, uh, make their opportunities what their dream to bring their opportunities to meet their dreams, um, you know, then I think you'll see a, a major uh, exodus. I really don't expect that to happen. I think he's going to hire people like himself. So the challenge is you. You can't. You know, you're gonna have to find some folks who know something about this conference. You yeah. know, no, been down a been down a red clay road underneath some pine pine trees before. Um. So I, you know, I'm. I do think the guy is really smart. And, um, and, and well, if I get a little a sense that he's a tough human. I get a sense he's really tough. And more than anything else, that's what you got to be at Alabama. You got to be made rock core tough, man. What um, told Coach Jack Crow? Um, I think Nick Saban genuinely, genuinely wants Alabama to continue to be successful. Uh, a lot of times when coaches leave, they don't really want them to be successful uh, because they want what they did to kind of stand out there. I, I, I don't think coaches like that, but. Um, what, when Coach DeBoer says he's got full ask, access to Nick Saban, what kind of things does he lean on him for, Coach Crow? What does he ask Inform, him? Information, man. Information. Information. Okay. What kind? Uh, Decision-making information. What, whatever his processing is of information where he's making a decision, how could you have somebody better, you know, to vet uh, information with not somebody you ask to make a decision for you. A guy ain't gonna do that. Yeah, it's so important. But he he's gonna filter his information. He's gonna have all kinds of people trying to give him information. Some he probably do well not to not to take it from. I, I think if he trusts Nick, and I think he does. Uh, you know, nobody better to just. And I think Nick understands what's going on enough to just give him what he asked for. Don't volunteer anything. You know, I've, I've told a few coaches a long time, here's my number. If you ever need me, call me. You'd be surprised who I get calls from. I tell you what, you hit that on the head because we got people writing. we got one clown writing that Nick shouldn't have been at the press conference and, should, and shouldn't be talking to him. It's the very opposite. you got that hit right on the cotton-picking head there. Yeah, I, 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 in another day and another time, I don't know who that per in the old what you call kill the old culture. Uh, that's probably right. Hey, hey there's a lot changed, <laughs> and that thing destroy the old culture that Coach Bryant had up there on that top line. Uh, uh-uh. 
quickest way to go backwards, and you ain't got much time to catch up. But you ain't got there, four years. A, a fine line between they always talk about when you get these jobs, you got to go in there and be yourself. All right, you got you got to be Coach yeah. DeBoer. But you also got to look at what Nick Saban did and say, man, he had some things in place right here that maybe I didn't think about. I wasn't doing it at Washington that are really, really good. Don't you have to take some of the good things he did, and maybe it's not something you've done before, but say, man, that's been working here. I'm going to talk to Coach about it and find out why he did it and use that here. Uh, yeah. Is that what he should do? Absolutely. Yeah. Here, here may be my one – my one reality to this, uh, yeah, come on, come on in behind this statement. Uh, <laughs> Mal went back twice to get this guy and he, he gave him a little bit about what he asked for the first time. The second time he went back, he told the pilot getting on the plane, don't let me come back without Nick Saban, which meant he gave him everything he asked for. <laughs> I don't think uh, Kalen will have near the uh, autonomy and what he does because I just don't think it's done. Not because Alabama won't let him have it. It's just it was so unusual. Uh, and you don't do this unless it's the right guy because he'll, he'll hang himself with it, which Nick didn't. Because he was right. But Mal rolled the dice on it. He gave him more autonomy. Uh, Wimp, you know, you know reality of the hallways is like I do, okay? Um, they're not going to give that autonomy to this. To, uh, probably no other coach will ever have it again, in my opinion. Now, can you imagine, did Greg Byrne ever tell – Coach Saban, no. Like, I mean, or do you even ask, Greg? I mean, when you're the athletic director and Nick Saban's your head coach, I mean, what, what's, is, are you going to tell him he can't do something in these situations? <laughs> I don't see that. Uh, yeah. Do you? That's a rhetorical question. I think most people can answer that one. <laughs> But I guess he can be the athletic director with this new guy, right? Uh, there'd be a different relationship. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yes. I don't. I don't think there's any doubt if he hired him, he's his boss. Yeah, you sure. know, and, and I don't think anybody was ever Nick's boss after Miles. Quite. I'm, I'm sure they put their own sort of spin on it, but he was, you know, he was given he was given control of his own domain. That was equal to Coach Bryant, and you know that's it's very unusual. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If people listen to this, there's a lot people can learn from this because, <laughs> uh, you know, keeping it see keeping it with some coaches and getting rid of it with other coaches is is the key. And with this, it is hard to keep it. Do you think uh, Coach Saban's woke up here in the last three or four days saying, "What did I do? Like, what am I yep. going to do today?" I do. Uh, do you think he's? he's I think Miss oh, Terry. He, I think Miss Terry's going to have a hard time adjusting to this, uh, Coach. I do. Hey, hey, let, let me let me give you a quote, and, uh, and and this may have come from Gene Stallings. Uh, 
Well, Jack, let me tell you, uh, one day you wake, you're, you're going to enjoy all this extra time with your wife for a little while, and one day you're going to wake up, you're going to look at you and say, I married you for better or for luck, better or for worse, but not for lunch. <laughs> yeah. She, she gonna be yeah, I think, that, I think that's going to be coming. <laughs> I think, he, I think he kind of hinted he's going to end up on game day, don't you think? Well, it'd be perfect for him. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that he he cuts a wide path, um, and I don't know how many controls you know he's got to deal with when you're dealing with productions. I, what I know about him, which is very little, sometimes they can almost uh, stifle who you really are just to – Put a few words when you need to explain yourself, but you know he's smart enough. If it means enough to him, he'll make the adjustment. He'll probably be an all timer at that. You know, if it means enough to him. But he's going to be. I tell you what, those getting up, flying in. Uh, I, I, I I've known uh, somebody that worked out of New York for CBS Sports really well. And what day they had to be there and what kind of meetings they had to just sit in and listen and be told what to do. I think that's going to be a little bit of a against his grain a little bit. And uh, But if he wants to do it, it'll be great. But he, there's, as much as he knows about football, that's only about 15 or 20 percent of really what the job requires, to be honest with you. Yeah. You're, if you're uh, – we got to get you have to get to break, but you're – you're Jerry Jones. Do you try to get Nick Saban to give you two or three years there with the Cowboys when you already got a roster there in place? Or is he not cut for co- coaching NFL? I don't think he's cut for working for Jerry Jones. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Coach. Great stuff. Great stuff. Man, unbelievable. Uh, we appreciate it uh, very much. We appreciate you, man. Y'all have a great one. Stay warm. Stay warm. All right. Thank All right. You. Uh, Ryan Williams. You got to get him right now, whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. He was a Tide 100.9 to see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We are watching any big accidents or breakdowns or heavy interstate backups on the board. You might encounter a little roadway ice again today, but that issue does not appear to be as widespread as what we had for a while yesterday. Now, if you're traveling 2059 from Foster's on out to Cottondale, no big problems along the way there. You're moving at posted speeds. Same story on McFarland Boulevard from Coker, passing up Lurling Wallace down to the I-20. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now... I'm Ray Romero. Townsend Nissan. 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky today. We rise above the freezing mark this afternoon. The high today, 36. Clear tonight. Not as cold as last night. The low, 22. Tomorrow becoming mostly cloudy. A chance of some light rain by afternoon. The high, 46. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 12 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. From Great Southern, brought to you this 7 o'clock hour. We appreciate those guys so very much. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. And always remember, it doesn't have the yellow tag on it. You don't want it. We're going to take this top of the hour. We have Justin Troll on for a few minutes. Talk about Tuscaloosa Toyota. We've got a lot of people trying to get in after that. Uh, All your phone calls, you guys want to join in. No more guests. So 205-342-9904. 
9904. You listen to Todd 100.9 and see home of Alabama Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. News from the NFL where Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin reportedly told his players he plans on coaching the team next season. There was some speculation about him stepping away. He has one year left on his contract. In the NBA, just three games highlighted by a battle of former league MVPs. 76ers beat the Nuggets 126-121. Reigning league MVP Joel Embiid had 41 points and 10 assists in the win for Philadelphia. Denver's Nikola Jokic, the former two-time MVP, 25 points, 19 rebounds in the loss. Clippers get 38 points from Paul George in a 128-117 win over the Thunder. Suns were down 22 points in the fourth quarter. Rally back stunned the Kings 119-117. to Top 25 college basketball. Ten ranked teams were in action. Five of them lost. Number 20, BYU beat number 24, Iowa State, 87-72. Losses for number 9, Baylor. Number 11, Wisconsin. Number 16, Utah State. And number 19, TCU. Temperatures. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Well, welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. I'm my good friend Andrew Knipper. Andrews with Allstate Insurance. He does an absolutely outstanding job for me. Let him do the same for you. I made the switch about four years ago. I've uh, got great coverage. I've had to use him a couple of times because we had a couple of situations come up. He's always taking great care of me. They're looking for home, life, auto, whatever you need. Let Andrew and his staff run a quote for you. 205-722-9201. 205-722-9201. Call Andrew today and tell him that Wimp and Barry sent you and also to help you with your uh, golf swing there. All right, let's get to the Andrew Knifer hotline. We'll go out to Skyland Boulevard and talk to Justin Troll with Tuscaloosa Toyota. Good morning, Justin. How are you, sir? Good morning, Justin. Man, I'm good. How are y'all doing? We're good. Hey. We're good. Uh, you sell any cars in the cold out there? You get out in the lot and show, show them cars in this cold weather? Man, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest. I hadn't been there uh, since last week. I think last Thursday. Huh? I've been out of town. And look, hey, while I was out of town, uh, Wimp called me, had a question about something. So I had a guy sitting there with me that's, uh, he's over all the grounds and everything in Indian Hills. So he gave, uh, he gave Wimp some pointers on who he could talk to to help his golf swing. So I was, I was happy to be able to get, uh, get that help for Wimp while I was out of town. And were you up so, in, uh, uh, up in Chattanooga or not Chattanooga? Where were you? I thought I saw you somewhere. I was, I was I, I was I was up in I was up in uh, Tennessee in Chattanooga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Wimp called me and I, and I happened to be sitting next to Kevin Holyfield, which uh, is the main guy out there at Indian Hills, and and I was able to get uh, Wimp some pointers, and I hope he took them to heart. What, what, what kind of pointers did you get him? Well, he I just told him car. who he needed to get. He 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 know he he told him who Kevin told him. I got him on the phone with Kevin. Kevin said, "Hey, let me holler at him." And uh, he got him with somebody or, or named a name that could help him help Wimp's golf swing. Wow. So I was just trying to help Wimp out. I think Wimp got a kick out of it. 
Must have. All right. Well, are they sell any cars now since you haven't been there? And SUVs and trucks over at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Absolutely, absolutely, man. And I hear people saying, um, you know, hey, we don't have side stickers and we don't, uh, you know, this, that, and the other. Here's the deal: we've never had anything like that at Tuscaloosa Toyota. We've always given the best price, and just because you don't have a side sticker doesn't mean that you're not giving somebody the best price. You could still be charging them close to MSRP, and, and, and at Tuscaloosa Toyota, we've given the best price. We're not in love with any of them, so we've done that forever. So side sticker, no side sticker, we've never done that. We priced everything to sell, not what we hope to get, and everything out there has got deals on them right now. And mostly everything now, Barry, is all 24 models. There's no leftover 23s. Everything is discounted, and a lot of stuff that we have has Super special financing like Highlanders and RAV4s and Corollas and Camrys and Tundras. I mean, all Tacomas, all of these vehicles have special financing and you get the best price where you can find it, you know, right there at TuscaloosaToyota.com. What's some of those hot 2024s you got out there, Justin? What, what, what's some of the hot trucks, uh, SUVs, cars out there? What, tell us. Yeah, so, you know, the Grand Highlander is capturing the market. It is. We can't keep those on our lot. We talked about that for the last three months. We've been selling those like crazy. The Tundra's taken off. You know, we redesigned that truck in 2022, and now we're three years into it. And so the Tundra is, oh, my God, it's amazing. And then, told y'all a week ago, within the next week or two, we're fixing to start getting the all-new redesigned, number one in its class, always has been, has no competition the 2024 Toyota Tacoma. It is the next best thing. This thing, we've seen videos. We haven't seen it in person, but in the next couple of weeks, we hope to do that. We'll see them on the ground and uh, we'll have them to sell right there um, at the dealership. Y'all get excited when that, like a new style comes out and be the first ones to see it. Does that, that kind of pump, pump you up, Justin? Yeah. I mean, Toyota's creatures of habit. They don't want them. They don't want to fix what's not broke. <laughs> and you know, it's the best product out there. So, you know, when they do a redesign, we don't see them often. You know, the Tacoma has been the same body style since 2016, so about eight years. Toyota will do like six, seven, eight years on a style unless they produce something that's totally different. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. That truck's been total, like, totally redesigned. It's like a mini Tundra, the look of it, so we can't wait to see it. Yep. Got anything for Justin before we let him go? Dad, you there? Did we lose? Yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear. Uh, anything else for Justin before we let him go? No, out? I think uh, I think y'all got everything straight, including my golf swing. He fixed your golf swing. Yeah. Yeah. I got to report back to Kevin. I got to report back to Kevin on that uh, wimp. So yeah, it's better. You know, give it a give it a couple better. weeks and let me know how it's going. Hey, hey, wimp is four. Yeah. Hey, let me say this to you, Barry, and I know you thought about it. Wimp is four wins in to the 14 and four record that he announced on the show live. Um and then and the other side sitting there with a zero and I know a couple tough games is coming up but yeah. he looks pretty good you are, right now. Who do you think he's going to pick this weekend when they go to Tennessee? I I don't know. You know I I, I don't I I watched a little bit of Tennessee and obviously I've watched Alabama and you know they did, they struggled when they went to Startville and and obviously that was a tough game for us. We pulled it out. I think it'd be a good game. Okay. If we so play if we play well, game. you know if we yeah I think it'd be a good game. Yep, go. right. it'd be a hard game. 
All right, Joel. Let me tell you, if Wimp, if, hey, if Wimp wins that game, uh, he's well on his way. Well, if they go 16-2, and two, that, does that mean he wasn't – his picking wasn't good. He's got. Yeah, they got uh, him. <laughs> <laughs> they go sixteen two. My picking it. was bad. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I agree. I love it. All right. Thank you, yeah. Justin. Hey man, thank y'all you. have a warm, great day. Yeah. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com uh, for all the information there. You schedule service right there at the website. You can look at all those cars and SUVs and trucks that he was talking about right there at the website. TuscaloosaToyota.com. All right. We open up the phone lines. The rest of the show. 205-342-9904. All right, two of the guys that uh, Coach DeBoer hired were sitting head coaches. One at uh, South Alabama, defense coordinator. Uh, the defensive back coach was at Buffalo. Uh, you know, is that hard, Dad, uh, to go back from being the decision maker on pretty much everything? Now you're going to be an assistant. Uh, of course, you're going to make a lot more money. You're in, a, you're in a much, obviously, bigger program, more eyes on you it, if you do really well it could jump you to the next job you've probably got a better chance of moving uh to a power five head job from alabama than you would south alabama or buffalo but uh is that difficult to to go back to an assistant role when you've been a head coach i think it is i think to some degree it is i don't know what degree that would be but i think it is i think uh, you've been making the decisions the people working under you or with you but they're a little bit under you, and then you go in and you have somebody over you, and you have a co- co-guy that is going to be. When you hire the first guy, you probably tell him who you're interested in as the second guy, if you want to call him one and two, and uh, that has to, you know, has to materialize there, which I'm sure they did. Uh, I think it's, I think it's fine. I think it, but. I think it's fine, but to answer your question, I think it is a little different in your minds, a little different. Uh, you know, when you you set the schedule, we, we'll be back for our staff meeting tomorrow at 3, and somebody else set the schedule, and they say, you know, we're we going to have our staff, staff meeting in the morning at 8 o'clock. Uh, so you know, the wives uh, have to get used to that. And uh, I think it's fine. I think they know what they're doing uh, defensively. Uh, I think... Um, when Kevin left um, a week or so prior to Coach leaving, he knew that Coach was leaving. Uh, I, I mentioned yesterday, being 66 years of age, hadn't had enough and made a lot of money, and he's not, not broke. I wanted to get out and do some other things, but he knew that, and he didn't want to probably get into a battle over being the defense coordinator or trying to get the head coaching job probably. So he went 88 and out the gate. So I, I answer your question. I think to some degree it's quite different, yeah. I think I heard it in your voice when I said, do you think Coach woke up uh, kind of saying, now what am I going to yeah. do today? Uh, yesterday <laughs> I did this. Because, you know, eventually, even for Nick Saban, the phone stops ringing a little bit. Because uh, people don't. They want to talk to you, but they don't want to bother you. And you're not making these decisions now anymore here at the University of Alabama. There's no more decisions to be made here. You will, you know, I'm sure uh, Tommy Reese and those guys are talking to him about helping. And I've heard Tommy Reese's name mentioned, maybe the head job at South Alabama. I think Tommy Reese will land on his feet. Uh, they're going to move fast uh, down there. Would that be a good move for Tommy Reese to go down to South Alabama if he could get a job like that? I think he'd be good. Yeah, sure. They, they'd probably want him because Alabama connections. So. 
think it would be. I got a call. Uh, I call got a call the day before yesterday from all my buddies down Gulf Shores where we have the golf tournament. And uh, he said, "Has this been our golf tournament with coach? Coach is over." And I said, "I don't know." I said, "I don't know if the new coach plays golf or not. However, you want to handle it. It was that. Keep it in. So we'll see what happens. But the, things like that, you know, that coach." We'd go down there and play golf with a lot of guys that we knew that were, and that thing's been going on down there for sixty something years. Oh, that would stop that. I mean, it's, it's been going on with every coach, right? Yeah, everyone. We've been doing it for sixty since Coach Bryant started off as a fishing trip to Panama City, and uh, Coach went on just that. It was a couple times Coach didn't go. Coach Bryant didn't go. But uh, I stayed with Clarence Gardner from Jasper. People listening to our show. They know Clarence. I stayed with him, and DJ Gamble was. Uh, I mean, anyway, we'll get into all that. But uh, it's it's uh, little things like that 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 Nick did. Nick's Nick's golf tournament at for for money. We brought in a lot of money. We'll try to you know they'll try to stay on board with that. I'm sure not not Nick's kids. The other one. But, uh, so that's a money maker as well. So. Things will have to grow a little bit. Uh, got to fall in place, sort of. And uh, I don't know how many golf. I don't know how many assistant coaches he has that plays golf, uh, whatever. But things like that, because we're in a very, we're in a recruiting mode. Yes, with the new staff, but along with the recruiting mode, we, we we've got to change because of the money. And the money is a absolutely important factor. And as you've stated with some of our callers, do you think uh, another school in the state can get a guy? Yes. And uh, you've got to be ready to go. So on, on topic there, Coach, and maybe you were just about to say this. Before. Yeah, I, uh, I just got a message here, and I don't know if this is true. Uh, probably is. Uh, the Caleb Downs uh, just intends to enter the transfer portal. Uh, you know, he's going right to Georgia. Uh, and so that's... Uh, Mm. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I assume he's going to go to Georgia. That's where his T. Rob went. So um, we'll see what happens. Uh, the, this thing of this NIL uh, is a mess. Uh, so Caleb Dowd's yeah. <laughs> in a transfer portal. Um, Ryan Williams is a must get. I think you got to do whatever you got to do. Uh, does this Alabama job with Nick Saban here is probably best job in the country. Without Nick Saban now, uh, with his history and his past and everything he's done, uh, where does this job rank in this league? Uh, cause well, you got to factor in the money side now, uh, with you got Texas, you got Texas A&M, they got this unlimited funds there. Where does this thing rank? It's just, it, it, and, and now listen to me, folks, so don't, it's just another job in terms of recruiting with money. In fact, I'm not saying Alabama's not perfect and all that stuff, so don't get on, get started on that stuff. But as far as going after the guys at Alabama, they'll go after you now where they kind of skipped over you because the coach and because the coach did for for the coaches there. They'll skip over you a little bit. Uh, but it, it is it is a, in the minds of those people who recruit and have money and are going to get a guy that's a great player, uh, they don't make any difference because the coach is gone. And, uh, they had some respect for him. Not all of them did because, you know, he didn't, he didn't help everybody. 
but uh, I think it's a, I think it's a tough job. And as you've indicated throughout the deal, uh, the schedule is scary as well to get yeah. off to a kind of start that we need to get off to. Yeah. Um, and and we'll get to break. We'll get back. We got Tom Hole. We'll get to break. I don't want to cut him short, but. Uh, you know, do you blame Caleb Downs? If you get in there, then that might make Alabama a little more serious about what they offer you. <laughs> and then Lord knows who may, you know, Ohio State or Georgia, the, the money. So you kind of get everybody in a bidding war, which is just, I don't think this is what NIL was meant to be. Why would you, why would you go as AD? And I, I know this is off the subject. Why would you go from AD as nice as A&M is to Ohio State? Probably because the Jimbo Fisher I don't know. I don't know. Uh, something about A&M. Something's, something's not right. All right, we'll take the break here. We'll get back. We'll get to the phone calls. Oh, we'll open up the phone lines, 205-342-9904. Good question. No, you're tied 100.9 to see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. If you're making the drive in from Buckhead or points north of that, we have picked up a problem spot. It's a pretty significant one. This is going to be southbound on Highway 43, Main Avenue. Just a bit before you get to McFarland, we've got an accident there that does involve an overturned vehicle. Left lane and left turn lane are both blocked there. There is a heavy backup now stretching back for several blocks. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Don't be Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky today. We rise above the freezing mark this afternoon. The high today, 36. Clear tonight, not as cold as last night, the low 22. Tomorrow becoming mostly cloudy, a chance of some light rain by afternoon, the high 46. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 14 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. It's being reported. Caleb Downs has now entered the transfer portal, uh, I hear people saying all these kids aren't committed. Uh, well, you know, I think the guy gets in there and sees who will give him what. So we'll see where this thing heads. All right, back to the, uh, Yellowwood hotline. Get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. Good morning, morning, Bear. Morning, Coach. How are y'all this morning? We're okay, good. Okay. How are you? I'm doing good for cold weather. Yes, sir. And, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I agree with the sentiment that, uh, you know, these, these young men that, uh, are, are being enticed to go. Coach said it yesterday, you know, that, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the Bond kid that went to Texas, it was all about money. And, uh, and then I think you made the, uh, point that if, if any of us, if somebody offered us $500,000 raise, We'd flat out take it, and uh, uh, and and I agree with that sentiment that uh, 
that, that that's what's going on. And probably with Caleb as well, now that the news is out, he's entering the transfer portal, don't you think? I mean, I think he, yeah, he gets in there and then you got, you take a few visits and, uh, see what they, what they all say. Uh, I guess you got to strike while you're hot. That's why they got to get their arms around this thing. This can't, this is not how NIL was intended, but we've gotten into collectives and all that now. And, um, I don't know. Some people think it's good for the kids. Uh, maybe it is. I guess if I had a kid doing all that, maybe I would think it was great, but it doesn't seem like it's good for the sport. Uh, it's not amateur athletics anymore, is it, Tom? Oh, no, no, it's far from it and has been for a long time. But, sure. uh, uh, the, 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 the evolution of, uh, of sports is interesting to me to see where it used to be when I was a kid where it was uh, a few years ago and then what it's become is flat out interesting how the story has unfolded over the years but I heard some really good gossip yesterday if y'all are interested in it it's on on something that passed but it's kind of surrounding uh, Bjork that left A&M and hired on at uh, Ohio State if you're interested yeah that was asking me why give me a reason why well I don't know that that's tied to it I think in an indirect way that that's in the background, but uh, I, I agree with what you said about A&M. Something, something goes on out there that uh, I don't know if it's the water or what, but something's off. And, uh, but I heard this, that uh, uh, it was prompted in my memory, the, uh, the press conference that he and the president of Ole Miss and, and, and Coach Freeze had. Remember the three of them coming out there and sitting down at that table and Mm-hmm. Uh, they were saying, you, you remember how they looked? And, uh, this was brought up to me and that's why I'm doing it to you. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and uh, how dejected and defeated they looked when they went out there. I was told yesterday by a person that lives in Memphis that's close to the Ole Miss program that the league office, <clears throat> uh, Commissioner Sankey <clears throat> went in there and told him, said, here is what you're going to do. You can either do it or it, or the SEC is going to make a move to expel Ole Miss from this league. And you can either do it or not. Just make up your mind what you want to do. And they were faced with that. And that's the reason that I was told that for the most part, they kind of accepted everything that came at them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, but also I found this interesting. There were three teams in, uh, that were not in the the league that told Sankey that if you throw them out, we'll pay whatever it takes to take that spot. I, I mean, can Sankey throw you out of the league? I don't know. I don't know. Now, I'm just, I, listen, I said gossip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know, but Dad. I, don't you I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I, I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to call this one in. Remember the hunt for uh, Red October when they found out about some kind of top secret Russian sub, and they said, "Uh oh, we got to call this in." <laughs> yeah. That's me. I don't know. That, uh, would Greg Sankey have the authority to kick somebody out of the league? I just, I can't no, see not, that. Not, uh, not individually, he would not. There's a, there's a mandate there in, in the league. It has to be voted on um, by the. Well, aren't the presidents like the board of trustees? I'm sure they. Know. I'm sure they get a vote on stuff. You know, with you bringing people in, or don't they act like a board? Of, I mean, I know it's not called that, but in 
Aren't they de facto board of trustees? Uh, no, I don't. Dad, are they the presidents? Like, well, I think the presidents vote the way the athletic directors ask them to. Yeah. They have a good relationship with each other. I would guess but they I mean, would be, though, if they they would be said, the voters. Okay, we're going to meet and uh, <clears throat> we're gonna, we need to take action on rules or whatever it may be. Let's just say for hypothetical reasons that it was something like expelling somebody. They would call them in and say, okay, we got these many votes to get rid of you, right? And that would be kind of like a board of trustees, board of directors. I just never have seen that happen, uh, I guess. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, that's interesting though. Uh, but, uh, anyway, Ross Bjork's gone. <laughs> He's out of the SEC now. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, I mean, I, don't you wish you could like get him off to the side and say, is that true? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. See you. Thank you. All right. Back up to go up to Homewood and get, uh, David in the show. Good morning, David. Guys, I got a question about NIL and, uh, you know, in the last few days, Alabama's bragged about how we got NIL donors in every state in America. And um, where are they going to get off some of that money and try to keep some of these kids that they? I don't. I don't think that they have that kind of money. Have not used that kind of money. When you have an athletic director who has uh, hired the coach himself, football, basketball, you have a better chance to get what you need. Uh, coach was con- continued to be coach. Coach, coach Saban continued to be upset about the, the money that was coming in compared to the money that was somewhere else. I don't know that. Uh, I don't know if there's a big brag there. Um, I'm not sure about well, that. Well, I know that having been in meetings with the coach Oates' staff, that um, you know they asked him, about, "Would you have a new arena or have more NL money?" And they all immediately said, "Yeah." In high money. Well, I think I think I think uh, I think you're right there. You don't have just have to have as much. You have to have a lot of money for basketball. They've got a lot, but you're not dealing with as many kids. Yeah, and and you're you're having to to uh, dole that money out, and it and when you're dealing with a lot of guys, you're trying to sign that money goes fast. Yeah, and that, well, that's well, the problem. The next, all right, the next question is this: by NCAA rule. Those kids are not supposed to be contacted until they get in the portal. Now, I know we're not going by the rule anymore. That's the reason, and, 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 you, and you're not going to like to hear this. Nobody's going to like to hear. That's what reason it was so darn unfair on Florida State to put their put their butts on probation when everybody else is cheating. Well, you're not supposed to. You can't call the kid directly, but David, we know they they go to the people around the kid, the high school coach or, you know, depends on the relationship. They, they get the yeah. information to him without going to him. You know I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I know you understand that, but no, you can, yeah, you're right. Until you get in there, once you get in there, they, they'll post, uh, they'll put in there. Some guys get in there. They don't want to be contacted. And so they'll put that on there because they already know where they're going. Uh, <laughs> as soon as they get in there, some people get in there and they have all their personal information and they just wait for the phone to ring. David, you can't call the kid, but you can call the kid's uncle. Yeah, well, here's my question then, my last question for you. Why don't we just say disband the NCAA? I mean, they have no power to do anything at all. They're not doing anything at all. They're just kind of sitting there and saying, whatever, what do y'all do, do, you know? I think they're waiting on Congress to make it some law there to, to help them. 
help them get it implemented. I, I guess I, I don't know, but you're right. It's uh they don't. It's it, the horse is out of the barn running, and they, they're not going to get it back in. Thank you, David. No, no, they're not. Thanks, Al. Thank you. Thank All you. right, back down to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline. What's up, cowboy? Hey, cowboy. How's it doing? How's it going, Barry and Coach? We're doing okay. good. How are you? I'm all right. Hey, I saw something last night, and uh, watching the Alabama-Missouri game, I, I saw Coach Oates, that guy, and I said, they may throw Coach Oates out of the ball game here. Um, I think in the NBA, they would have thrown the coach out. Um, I, he he kind of... He kind of got in uh, the deep waters there. What do you think, Barry? Yeah, we talked about at the beginning of the show. Uh, you know, I'm surprised he didn't get a technical. Uh, I know Coach Gates from Missouri was questioned after the game. Uh, he did say that Nate apologized, but said if, if a player had put his hands on another player, they would call a technical. The officials were right there. He's lucky, and I, I know he regrets it. Uh, well, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he does. Because that thing could have escalated. You put your hands in the so If another player comes over and knocks Coach Oates' hand off of him, then Alabama player pushes it. And then, you know, at that point, that thing can get out of hand. They were lucky it didn't uh, in that situation, think, Cowboy. Like, like, I know, like in the NBA, the commissioner might step in and do something today. You don't think the SEC office might. I mean, I don't know. I I'm not trying to be on Coach Oates, but that's just kind of that's kind of something you can't. Really it depends do. on whether Missouri wants to pursue it or not. They could put if they push it, then I think the conference office will have to come out and say or do something, uh, you know, warning, yeah. whatever. If, if Missouri just acts like it's okay and it's the apologies were enough and, and they move on, then they probably they probably won't. But uh, that's obviously strictly just my opinion. Yeah. Well, um, you know, Coach and Barry, you guys just mentioned Caleb Downs. Do you think any of these guys care one iota about the University of Alabama, the feeling they got when they come on campus, just the school or, or, or anything, or is it just all about NIL money or if you get me to the league? I'm sure there's some of these, I'm sure there's 10% probably dreamed on the team to play at Alabama, but as a general rule, we're just in the... Uh, I mean, maybe a kid that grew up in the state of Alabama and family went here and his love, but they've been recruiting so national. Uh, you know, he's kids from Georgia. So, he, I mean, he came here because of Nick Saban uh, in this football right. program. And, you know, I'm sure he likes the players on the team, but they'll say we're just being loyal to ourselves is what, they, what they'll tell you there, Cowboy. Yeah. Why do you think the NCAA allows a rule where the Arizona guys got 30 days to transfer, the Washington guys, Alabama? Stupid. Rule. Stupid. I mean, that, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of. Yeah, just wait. wait. Jim Harbaugh's about to jump the NFL, so then those Michigan guys going to have 30 days to have their roster picked at. Uh, yeah, and then, and then if Bryce is right, Brian Kelly's going to LSU, and then LSU will be back into the. Uh, you mean Brian Kelly's going to Michigan? Bryce predicted that, didn't he, before Christmas? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Do you trust yeah. Bryce predictions, Cowboy, now? Uh, come on, Cowboy. No, no, no. <laughs> Where is he Bryce? Up in the hunt, so he enjoyed being Where is old fun. Bryce? We haven't heard from Bryce in a while. I don't know. Maybe he's... Maybe he's uh, is he mad at us? I, he, 
something. I don't know. Gets, I'll have to tell it. He gets mad. He might be mad at us. Oh, Lord, I don't know. I don't have to. Well, um, how about uh, what I asked uh, Dad uh, or asked Jack Crow? How about Nick Saban to the Cowboys for two or three years? You think he and Jerry Jones could work together? Cowboy? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, Bill Parcells did it four years, and he couldn't do it anymore, you know. Um, if Jerry doesn't... Uh, Get, um, you know, let go of McCarthy by the day, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, we were 12-5. and five. They shouldn't get, let him go. But they did look terrible in that playoff game. Yeah. The, the talk out here is that what are they going to sell next year? The, the, the I mean, they got nothing else to sell, you know. Uh, no, if they shake something up, but, you know. Well, can't you get know. out and raise some money so Caleb Downs will stay at Alabama? Yeah, I thought Barry's suggestion was every time a guy made a tackle, you pass the bucket down like at the at church, the offering plate. You drop a dollar in it. Everybody, every time he made a, a tackle, dollar, him, that'd be a hundred thousand dollars of one dollar bills. You know, that wouldn't even come close to getting him. What's uh, his going rate? I don't know what the going rate. You hear so much stuff. Is is Ryan Williams now? Do you need a? Positive uh, shot in the arm, recruiting wise. Are you going to say, "Look, we got. I don't care what we got to do to get this kid. We, we got to get him. We got to get established uh, down there in Mobile, Saraland area. Let's get him. Let's do whatever. Are you willing to do whatever you got to do, Cowboy, to, to make that happen? I don't think this head coach got any other choice. <laughs> so this guy's got. Did you? But I mean, at what point do you just to... feel dirty uh, doing it? I don't know. He's yeah, I, I agree. But I mean, he's got no choice. I mean, whatever <laughs> the whatever the auction stops at, he's got to make the last bid. But how do you know? Like, it. if he says, "Well, A and M's offering me this," how do you know that to be true? It may be or it may not, but he don't have a choice. <laughs> You got to do it. Thank you, Cowboy. Be good, Barry. Take All care, right. Coach. Let's tell him about uh, our main man, Bob Prince, and his great people over at Prince, Glover, and Hayes. Well, they are. Bob Prince and his group do a terrific job in getting you through problems that you have that you've never had before. Uh, an injury occurs. The injury wasn't necessary. You're you're injured. You need some, some help um, financially and every, every other way. Uh, these guys will do a great job for you. They're at three four five one two three four. They'll visit with you on telephone. You'll tell them about the problem that you have, and they will recommend that you come by seven zero one Rice Mine Road and visit with them, and do everything you possibly can. They'll do everything they possibly can to help you. So, Prince Glover Hayes, outstanding attorneys, people that uh, are in on our show every day, and we appreciate it. Um, so, uh, if you need help. Give them a call, 345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the website. You can go and look at the different attorneys uh, over there. But always remember, uh, they'll take the phone call from you. Uh, they'll sit down with you. They'll decide whether it's worth going forward or not. And if they don't win, you don't pay. You just tied 100.9 SC Home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. I'm embarrassed. Oh, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southern Wood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, 
Steve Spurrier and myself and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Stay up to date with the Crimson Tide, local high school sports, and Bama in the pros right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Phone lines are open 205-342-9904. Got one call coming in here uh, right now. Before we do that, uh, we got uh, three games tonight. Uh, Dad, Mississippi State uh, will take on Kentucky. Right. Uh, That is the the early game on ESPN2. Kentucky six-and-a-half-point favorite uh, there. It's hard to win in Rupp. Uh, I'm surprised the line's actually even that low, but your thoughts about the Bulldogs? I, am, to yeah, I think six and a half points is a cheap deal. Uh, Kentucky uh, does not shoot threes the way – I don't care what anybody says. They don't shoot them as good as – they don't get as good three get, – get as good a looks with their threes as Alabama does. Um, and they'll win the game. But uh, they're just not. I, I, the last game I saw against Kentucky at 8 a.m., I, I was – Whatever, but uh, we'll see. Second game is Ole Miss at LSU. Both of them are improved. Ole Miss, I don't know what Barry knows the line. I don't. Line is uh, LSU's a three and a half point favorite. LSU's a three and a half point favorite because it's home. Uh, three home teams won again last night, and I'm keeping up with that record. Uh, Ole Miss has improved better, hard to play. Um, I think it's anybody's game, and naturally the line shows that. Uh, I would imagine without Barry telling me that Auburn would be a four-point favorite, five-point favorite, might be dead wrong. Eleven and a half. How much? Eleven and a half. Okay, Eleven and a half, so I'm wrong there uh, by, a few, by a few points. So Auburn's a eleven and a half-point favorite each day. That's the last game. Vanderbilt has played somewhat better than not as good as Auburn. <laughs> Auburn's uh, well-coached, ready to play generally on the, on the road, pretty darn good. Uh, so I would say that would be uh, a case where the visiting team would come in and win a game. So yeah. we'll see. All right. So uh, who are you picking that Ole Miss LSU game? Uh, I would say I would pick. Uh, I would. I would pick Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Uh, okay. So you're picking an underdog uh, there. All right. Let's get to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline and get Pat in. Good morning, Pat. Hey. Good morning, guys. Uh, last night, as I was walking to the basketball game. I park over to the bread company. You know, I'm cheap. And uh, anyway, man, I talked to uh, half a dozen or so students walking in and they all said that they would be willing to give $25 for uh, a ticket to the spring ball game and that uh, uh, for NIL money. And that's what I was talking to them about. And I said, Something's got to be done. I said, Caleb Downs has got to be paid, and they all agreed. Caleb Downs has got to be paid. What would you, what would you pay him? Pat, what would you pay him? 
Oh, I'd, I'd pay him the same thing that the, uh, supposedly what I heard that the grave digger got to go to Texas about seven hundred and fifty thousand. So if Georgia said we're going to give you a million, would you go to a million? But I don't think Georgia's going to pay a million. <laughs> if they did, would you go to a million? I, I'd pay him whatever it takes to get him to stay. <laughs> so I, if, I, I think that point. I mean, I know you, you're laughing, and Ryan says I'm for big government. That uh, <laughs> that that's uh, big government charging all the fans twenty five dollars to go to the ball game. But hey, but a hundred thousand tickets times twenty five bucks that's two point five million dollars. So you just give it all to but, Caleb Downs? No, I'm going to give it all to. Oh, I'm going to spread it around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have to do what it takes, guys. I and, agree. Uh, and I've been saying until... that you don't have Nick Saban over there. That uh, a lot of times they came for Coach Saban and all the guys right. he put in the pros. That's over. So now you're going to yeah, you're going uh, to you have to be get creative. I, I, I agree with that. I really think that uh, Coach Saban is going to start working toward getting uh, guardrails on this thing. <laughs> and, uh, if anybody can, it would be him. And uh, start doing I what? see him and Tommy, huh? He's start doing what? I think the coach Saban is going to start working uh, to get guardrails on this NIL deal because if he doesn't, college football as we know it coach uh, is. Coach Saban ain't going to get no guardrails. Who is he going to go to? I mean, I don't, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you, but who is he going to go to to start getting the guardrails up? The NCAA? Yes, Where is he going <laughs> to do that? Hey, I, I don't. Hey, look. I'm not as smart as he is, but he's he, he's a smart rascal, and I really think that if anybody can, because like I said, they've often they've often talked about him becoming the czar of college football. Do you, you vote for he, for president? You think he might uh, say, you know, it ain't, it ain't my problem no more. That's everybody else's problem. Well, <laughs> that, that might that may that may very well be, but I think that he cares enough about the sport. Uh, in order to, uh, you know, work work toward doing something about it. Yeah, I, think he, I, I agree I mean, with you there. I think he does care about college football, but I don't know what he's – I mean, what, what can you do? Tell me what you can do to to, to stop this, what's going on now. Uh, uh, the same thing that's fixing to happen to Florida State. Oh, they're, they're, Florida State has got an NIL deal that uh, the sanctions of Florida State. Have you read anything about it, Barry? No, I mean, I just know that they're going to get sanctions. I don't know what they are. Uh, they're, but their but they're sanctions having to do with NIL. Sure, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and from what I understand, that our compliance department is fixing to go after Texas with both feet. Really? Yes, sir. For tampering? For tampering. Hmm. You think uh, Caleb Downs is going to go to Georgia? I do not think Caleb Downs is going to Georgia. I think Caleb Downs at Ohio State up there is so bent out of shape that they're going to do whatever it takes to get him there. <laughs> do you – what would you be willing <laughs> – you're a recruiting guy. So this would drive me nuts if I was a coach at Alabama right now. So what would you be willing to pay Ryan Williams to where you didn't sit – to, to get him, you got to get him, right, Pat? Whatever. Ryan Williams, Ryan Williams is a must get. So whatever. That, uh, that's not, whatever. It's not a maybe. It's not a maybe. <laughs> so you're going to hey, give him I'm, whatever. I'm going, I'm, hey, Ryan Williams is. We got to have Ryan Williams. Nope. I feel like Ryan Williams. Ryan Williams will uh, 
would we can score with Ryan Williams. They've added to our, our receivers that uh, we can easily, if we can keep our offensive line intact, uh, defense may not be necessary. So if they said, all right, Pat, you can, you can have X number of dollars and you got, you can get, give it to one of them. You can give it to Caleb Downs or Ryan Williams, but we got to either keep Downs or sign Williams who you give it to. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm going to take, I'm, I'm going to take Ryan Williams. All right. I mean, I'm not saying wrong. So how? I mean, you willing to give him what a million, million a year, more? Hey, he's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it to where. Hey, he he doesn't have to worry about cheeseburger money. <laughs> but that's what we've gotten to. Like, and you're sitting there worried. Gosh, what's Texas gonna do? What's Ohio State gonna do? How much are they gonna offer? Uh, well, hey, you know, this is crazy. And like I said, we have got to, and, and I just see right, Ryan in the afternoon, the bearded, I call him the bearded wonder. I love Ryan, that, uh, uh, Fowler, but, oh, uh, he says that I'm for big business. Hey, but like I said, I just came up with an idea to generate $2.5 million. Yeah, not everybody's going to do yeah. that. Well, you think you can get a hundred thousand? Well, hey, if they don't want to do it, then they can sit their butt at home. <laughs> so twenty five bucks to get in the they'll come in. Spring but game. for twenty five bucks, and I'm guaranteed to sleep. They oh, first wow. come first serve. Not first come first serve. I'm guaranteed an assigned seat, and I ain't got it. I can cook out. That's the way I want to do. So I'm all for it. So Greg University doesn't get any money. They don't get any of that. <laughs> no sir. Not a dead good guy. It's all going to the player. Okay. Right. Thank you, Pat. Hey, y'all have a blessed one. Hey, I don't think I'll see him. Uh, uh, Nikki, I might get some, get Nikki to help us. Nikki Haley has been, she called me by my first name. Huh? She's running, she's running for president. And she got beat by the side. She got, t- uh, Nikki was oh, the, Nikki, uh, I- Nikki was the governor, I think, when I was in. Nikki is calling me. Nikki is sending me a text every 30 minutes. Are y'all on first name basis? We're on first name. She calls it by my first name. She says, you get a text that says, Wimp, this is Nikki. No, she calls it. She says more than Wimp. She says Winfrey. Oh, wow. (laughs) Does she spell it right? Oh, yeah. She ain't gonna make it. But why, am I I not getting, getting, why am I not getting texts from Nikki? I would be I surprised, that. Barry, if she is not uh, the vice president. She can't work for Trump. Well, she can stay away from him. She might can't. Yeah. All right, we'll take this break here and come back, wrap up the show, get out of the way for the Gary Harris show. Go, Nikki, go. You listen to Tide Point Nine, home of all those sports. Tide One Hundred Point Nine traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. As we wind down the morning drive, we are still looking at our problem in Northport. This is going to be along the southbound lanes of Highway 43, which is Main Avenue, right before McFarland. Accident there that apparently involves an overturn. You're still looking at some road blockage. The backup does look a little bit better, so hopefully that scene is getting close to clearing. No big problems along 2059 if you're traveling from Foster's out to Cottondale. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. On the next Inside the Locker Room with Coach Wimp Sanderson and Barry Sanderson. Tune in Wednesday. We'll continue to look at uh, Coach DeBoer's hires and see about the defensive coordinator, Coach Womack, and who he's going to bring in with him. we also break down the Alabama-Missouri basketball game that will happen tonight. In the second hour, we'll talk with Bill Cameron, and we'll find out what's going on with the Auburn 
Tigers on Tide 100.9 and 12.30 a.m. WTBC. Inside the Locker Room, weekdays 7 to 9 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky today. We rise above the freezing mark this afternoon. The high today, 36. Clear tonight, not as cold as last night, the low 22. Tomorrow becoming mostly cloudy, a chance of some light rain by afternoon, the high 46. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 14 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside Locker Room. Johnny G hits the uh, app, the uh, Tide 100.9 app. You can send the messages in. Uh, it says, this is probably my last year to watch major college sports. Any suggestions on what I should start following? Spring Hill College here in Mobile has a scrappy Division Three basketball team. People say that, but when that game uh, kicks off, they'll all be watching it. Uh, we're all disgusted. With, well, not all, but we're all disgusted with what's going on here and uh just don't think it's the way it should be but i don't i don't know how it's gonna get fixed i'll uh, get nikki straighten it out you think nikki can where where is tuberville i thought he was supposed to be doing something with this tuberville is, I, don't huh? he is. I don't know he's he's been fussed out about the other problems he no. had. all right we're going into this show that's it uh got calls coming in i'll have to go to gary uh that's it for today's show so keep it locked in for the gary harris show stay warm out there uh we got to get back to normal life guys i know it's cold just put some gloves on and a coat we got to get back to where we can get these kids back in school we got to finish this basketball season we got to stop canceling everything uh in this community and across this state it's a Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.